Yo, today's QOD is winners use their time well, losers do not. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Brian Tracy on the show wrapping up the week. And today, he's going to share five really important principles. These are really, really important for becoming a more disciplined time manager. Here's Brian. Now, no matter what field you're in, no matter what field of endeavor, no matter what work, no matter what activity, there is one thing that all successful people have in common is that they are good time managers. And the reason they are good time managers is because they recognize that time management is life management. It is personal management. I have never seen an example in the hundreds, thousands of biographies and autobiographies I've studied of successful men and women where the individual has not been well organized and efficient and valued and used their times well. Successful people, winners, use their time well. Losers do not. And in the next 60 minutes, 55 minutes, I am going to give you 21 of the very finest time management ideas ever developed. If you use these ideas systematically, you can increase your personal productivity by two or three hours a day. You can increase your income. You can increase your rate of promotion. You can increase your life satisfaction. You can even increase the length of time you live. The question is, how badly do you want to learn how to manage your time well? How much effort are you willing to put into it? Because the key to time management is self-discipline. Probably the best way to put it is this, is time management is self-discipline in action, and self-discipline is the key to success. So let's get started right now with these 21 key ideas. The first idea, the most important of all, the core of time management, the axle around which the wheel of life turns, is goals. What are your goals? What is it that you want to be or to have or to do? What is it that you want to accomplish in the next one, two, three, four, five years? The top 3% in every field have goals. The balance of the population have either very vague goals or no goals at all. So the question you have to ask yourself is, who am I? Where am I going? What do I want to accomplish? And there are three major areas of goals that you have to think about. The first is your personal and your family goals. These are the reasons why you're alive. What do you want to accomplish for yourself and for your family? Write them down. Define them clearly. The second set of goals that you have to ask is your business, your career, your financial, your material goals. What is it that you want to accomplish in the external world? Where do you want to make your contribution? The third type of goals you have to ask about are your self-development goals. And in my estimation, your ability and your willingness and your tenaciousness in developing yourself is the key to accomplishing everything else. So here's three questions that you can ask. The first question is, what would you do? What would you set as a goal for yourself? What would you want to be or have if you just won a million dollars in the lottery? What would you do if you just won a million dollars? If you had all the time and money, you're completely free to decide to do anything you wanted. If you won a million dollars, what would you do differently? Think about that, hold that in your mind. The second question is, what would you do if you just learned today that you only had six months to live? What if you only had six months to live? What would you stop doing? What would you do more of? Who would you spend time with? Now the answer to that question is very interesting because what it tells you is what you really value. 
what is really important to you. And what we have found is that self-esteem, satisfaction, happiness in life comes from getting your goals and your activities congruent with your values, with your priorities, with what you consider to be really important. Now here's the third question. The third question is, what one great thing would you dare to dream if you knew you could not fail? If you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that you could not fail, what one thing would you set as a goal for yourself? Because sometimes answering that question will tell you the one thing that you've been put on this earth to accomplish. One final point with regard to goals is that goals must be in writing. You must write them down, you must rewrite them, you must define them, you must redefine them. The top 1% of successful people in every area have very clear, specific, written goals. And most of them carry their goals around with them. So let's go from goals as the core of success to point number two, which is organized plans of action. In an interesting study or a variety of studies that have been done, they've come to the conclusion that organized plans of action are the key to all success. In fact, action without planning is the cause of every failure. Action without planning is the cause of underachievement. Action without planning is the cause of frustration, time wastage, anxiety, stress, and lack of success in life. So organized plans of action are critical. Now what is an organized plan of action? An organized plan of action is where you take your goal, you take your objective, and you write out every single step that you're going to have to follow in order to accomplish that objective. You write it out and you list all those plans of action, all of those different activities, and you organize them together into a plan that you can then implement on a day-to-day -day basis. You decide which has to be done first and which has to be done last, which is more important, which is less important. In fact, the ability to set goals and to create plans for their accomplishment is the master skill of success. If all you learned in life, all you learned in school, was the ability to be a continuous goal setter and a continuous planner, day and night, planning, organizing, planning, writing, thinking about what you're trying to accomplish, you'll accomplish more in a year or two years than most people accomplish in 10 years or an entire lifetime. It has nothing whatever to do, by the way, with your intelligence. It hasn't had anything to do with your education. You know, half of the best educated people in the country are working for people who didn't finish high school or didn't finish college. I wrote an article for a major publication not long ago which said that if you do not have clear goals for your life, you are condemned forever to work for those who do. You see, in life it's very simple. Either you are working toward the accomplishment of your goals or you're working toward the accomplishment of other people's goals. Very important. Now the third point in excellent time management is analysis. Make a list. In fact, it's been discovered that if you make a list before you begin any task or job, you will immediately improve your productivity by 25%. How do you make a list? Well, you make your list for the week, the Sunday or the Saturday before. And you make your list for each day, the evening before and you always work from a list. Now, why do you make it the evening before? The primary reason is if you make a list the evening before, the subconscious goes to work on your list while you're asleep. And during the night, the subconscious will solve problems and bring insights to you, and you'll wake up in the morning with insights, ideas, intuitions, answers that will make your day more productive. Now, the second reason that you use a list is because if you don't have a list, it's like driving down the street in a car with no steering wheel. 
you just drift and every bump, every interruption, everything that happens sets you off in a different direction. A list gives you a track to run on for the entire day. Another reason that you use a list is because with a list, you can analyze where you are. You can tell what is more important and what is less important. You can tell what is irrelevant, what can be delegated, what can be delayed, what can be put off. The most important reason for using a list, though, however, is this. Is that when you use a list and you work down the list and you check things off, each time you check something off on a list, it gives you a feeling of accomplishment. It's been well said that happiness is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. That happiness is the step-by-step -step accomplishment of the tasks necessary to accomplish a worthy ideal. And a successful life is based on a series of successful days. And a series of successful days is based on working on a list one step at a time. Okay, now the fourth principle for effective time management is to set priorities. It's interesting, there are many people who have goals vague or clear, there are many people who do make plans, but the biggest single problem in human life is setting priorities, determining what is relevant and what is irrelevant. And in setting priorities, an Italian economist named Vilfredo Pareto in 1895 came up with a principle which is called the Pareto Principle. We call it the 80-20 rule. It says that 80% of the value of what you do will be contained in 20% of the things that you do. What does this mean? It means that if you make a list of 10 things that you have to do today, you will find that two of those things are worth all of the others put together. Now, the difference between highly effective people, as Fredo Pareto said, was that highly effective people work on the vital few versus the trivial many. The difference between the two is that ineffective people work on the trivial many. They work on things that are fun. They work on things that are easy. They work on little tasks, fun tasks, irrelevant tasks, but they keep putting off and delaying working on their major tasks. So the key to success is always be asking this question. What is the most valuable use of my time right now? What is the most valuable use of your time right now? I'm convinced that if all you did was organize your life and only work on the most valuable use of your time, that alone would be enough to make you an effective, efficient person. That alone would be enough to increase your productivity, your performance, your profitability, your rewards by 10, 20, 30, 40, even 50%. So always before you begin, ask yourself, is this the most important thing I could be doing? Is this my top priority task? Does this give me the highest payoff? Is this the most valuable use of my time? Now here is one simple test with regard to value. Ask yourself in approaching any task, is what impact will the accomplishment of this task have on my future? The futurity of decisions is the key to measuring the value. Most people spend as much as 80% of their time dealing with the problems and difficulties of the past and only 20% dealing with the opportunities of the future. But successful people are always saying, what impact will this have on the future? So important tasks will always have an impact on the future. Unimportant tasks will only have an impact on the present and maybe even the past. So I say, what is the most valuable use of my time right now, and what impact will this have on tomorrow, the next day, and the future? It's one of the key ways to keep on track with regard to priorities. The fifth key idea in time management, which I am a fanatic on, is concentration. 
concentration, concentration. Many people come to me in my seminars and they say, well, I never learned how to concentrate. I can't concentrate. How do I learn to concentrate? Learning how to concentrate is absolutely essential to success. As a matter of fact, it is impossible for you to accomplish anything worthwhile in life without the ability to concentrate single-mindedly on one thing at a time and stay with it until it's complete. In fact, time and motion studies have shown that if you start a task and you put it down and you come back to it and pick it up and start it and put it down and come back to it and pick it up, that it will take you as much as 500% of the necessary time to do a task than if you picked it up and carried it through. Alec McKenzie, great time management expert. Alec McKenzie calls this single handling. Once you have made a list of what you have to do, organized your goals, determined the highest and most valuable priority, then pick the most important thing and begin working on it and stay with it until it's finished. Now people say, well, if I stay with this task until it's finished, I won't get anything else done. That doesn't matter. If it's the most valuable thing that you have to do, it's the most important thing that you could be working on. Now it's a wonderful thing. When you concentrate and work intensely on an important task, it gives you a feeling of energy and enthusiasm. When you complete an important task, your self-esteem goes up. You feel like a winner. You feel great about yourself. But if you work away on low priority tasks, even if you complete them and do them well, you don't get any bang for the buck. You don't get any excitement or thrill from doing something that's not important. As a matter of fact, most stress, anxiety, frustration in the world of work today comes from working very hard on irrelevant tasks. Benjamin Trigo said, if it's not worth doing, it's not worth doing right. And I think it was Drucker who said, the very worst thing in the world is to do very well what need not be done at all. So concentrate single-mindedly on one task at a time. Do first things first and do things one at a time. Now here's a very simple system that you can use for the first five points that we've talked about. Goals, plans, priorities, analysis, concentration. It is the A, B, C, D, E method. A is the things that you must do, top priority. B is the things that you should do, second priority. C is the things that would be nice to do if you've got all your A's and B's done. D stands for delegate, E stands for eliminate. So when you make a list, the first thing you do is you A, B, C, all your list. A, what you must do, be what you should do, see what would be nice to do, and then delegate and eliminate the others. With goals, what you do is this. You make a list of all the things you'd like to accomplish in the next one to five years. And then you go down the list and write A, B, C. What you'd love to do, what you'd like to do, what's not that important. Then you take your A goals and you make A1, A2, A3. In other words, your most important, second most important, third most important. Then you take those A goals, you transfer them to another sheet, and you make a list of all the things you're going to have to do to accomplish your goals. Then you A, B, C the list. And you say, what are the things I have to do? What are the things I should do? What are the things that would be nice to do to accomplish my goals? And then you put those into the goal list and then you structure and schedule what you're going to do and implement. This is called the six step method. Set, choose your goals, set priorities. Choose your activities, set priorities, schedule and implement. If you just do that on a day to day basis, that alone can make you a great, great success in life. All right, that was Brian Tracy wrapping up our week. His website is briantracy.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube at the seminar. It's about maybe an hour and a half long. It's called Brian Tracy Time Management Seminar. All right, I hope you enjoyed this week's clips. You have an amazing weekend, and I will see you on Monday. I'm out. Peace.